I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. From a land far, far away where success is a long shot and the struggle really is real, comes a voice from the depths of the concrete, the bowels of the BX, a voice that can't be silenced, here to share his positivity. Welcome to the Hope of the Hood Podcast. Yo, what's good, my people? It's your boy, P.D. Diabro, the official host of the Hope of the Hood podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. This is our very first episode. That's right, numero uno uh, of many. I have many, many, many episodes to come. I'm very excited that they let your boy in the building. You know, I, I was thinking about, like, what, what is this like, you know, the other day? Because I like to think in analogies, and I thought about it. I'm like, this is like if the Six Train had podcast equipment. You feel me? This is like... This is like what you what you're gonna expect to hear is like if, if you just put your stethoscope to the concrete, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna hear this podcast, I hope of the hood, we trying to come up. And you can catch us here every Monday. Every Monday, we will be releasing a very new episode every Monday. Uh, you can catch us on the ACAST platform, iTunes, Laughable, and anywhere else that they got podcasts. I'll be there. I'm super excited to take this ride with you guys. Uh, the first guest I have on today, these are like super, super good friends. They were very insightful. They taught me a lot. Uh, I kind of picked their brains about a new idea and movement that I want to put into motion. And they gave me the stamp of approval. I can't wait to you guys hear it and tell me what you think about it. Uh, they actually also have a brand new book coming out on October 24, 2017 called Fucked. Being Sexually Explorative and self-confident in the world that's screwed. That right, that right, the title alone lets you know what they about. They about upliftment. They about not fucking around, and they about doing their thing. And I'm so happy to have them here as our first guest. Actually, the interview was so good. It's a two-part interview. We went so long, we had to break it down into two. Um, from the Gosby Fuck podcast, we have Corinne Fisher, Christina Hutchison, uh, you can find them on their social media handles at Sorry About Last Night. That's at S R Y A B O U T Last N Y T. Uh, this is our very first episode. Like I said before, uh, we're still kind of working the kinks out. You may hear a little uh, some spikes in the audio, but please bear with us. We're only going to get better with time. Uh, and, and hopefully we bring you the best material. Hopefully, hopefully you guys can listen to this podcast and just appreciate the smaller things. You know what I'm saying? You could you could look at the trees and, and you can see the trees, you know, the foliage and all of that. You can see the trees and the leaves falling off the trees, and you can see that last leaf, and you're like, yo, 
That's my spirit leaf right there because I ain't going to fall off that easy. I'm going to hold on. That's what this podcast is about. You know, this is about drinking a cup of coffee and letting it letting it hit your soul. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is about hearing this podcast and just, you know, treating somebody else nicer. You know, treating somebody else better than you treated them yesterday. You know, th- this podcast is just hopefully a bundle of joy for anybody listening and everybody involved. Um, and we just hope you enjoy the podcast and we hope you enjoy the ride. Yeah, we're just chit-chatting. I'm so happy. Tell me your name. Is it Jeff? It's Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> cool. Same fucking thing. Kev, where'd you get that shirt from? I love it. Oh, it's, my It's uh, It's A-Cast. I need one. Come on. I can't be. He's part of the family, family now. He needs an official shirt. So Maybe it's like Chipotle. You got to pay $10 to buy your own. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> you have to pay for, for your own uniform? At most business, at most uh, like hourly places you do. What if you're like, nah? People skip jobs. Like people, <laughs> I think it's also like part of it is to say like, are you committed to this job? Because jobs like that, people go in and out. Like at the spa, people used to be fucking training every week. Whoa. It's like, yo, don't Apple. you see the way I roll The turnaround is crazy. Yeah. Apple gave us free shirts. I'm good with she this water. She got the water. I'm feeling that. What's down. that? A grasshopper? I don't know. It reminds me of a bug from uh, Aladdin that, that takes the gem and puts it in the eye of the tiger. Oh. And so uh, Jafar fucks everything up. Just yeah, I'll have. I'll, I'll probably have Dan come in to read some questions because we trying to sound like we got people that read questions and Ooh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, he shit. got that. He got that smooth. You voice. should yell, call in the white man. <laughs> My mic, um, <laughs> uh, white man. I like to refer to him as my Jewish. <laughs> oh, happy. Uh, was it Shana Shana Tova? La Shana Tova. La Shana Tova. Yeah. Shana Tovians. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Well, I mean, it's not people. That's a wish. It's not yeah. people. <laughs> a lot of apples and honeys going yes, on. Yes. Right yeah. You know exactly. A lot of the Jews. You're not Jewish, right? No. I just found out I am. What, Check one, two, one, two. Yeah. Three. Like a couple months ago, I found out I could be. Twenty-three and me. Whoa. You know what I'm okay. What's your ethnic breakdown again? My my mom is from uh she's from her family's from the Virgin Islands. Okay. She's black. Oh no, is she okay? is they okay? They fine. I don't know. I don't talk the to The hurricane. Them. <laughs> I don't really talk to them like that, but oh, okay. I'm sending my prayers. My prayers. That's good. Yeah, man. Today was rough. Cause they got fucked up with that hurricane. Every, like just so much fucked up shit going on, it's like weird. I know. It's like Can't keep up to, with it. It's like trying to maintain your own sanity and happiness as well as have compassion and empathy for people that are fucked up. Or but you can't have it for everybody. Shit. Like, in order to maintain your own happiness, you have to, like, block it off at a certain saw, point. I, feeling like, I just start feeling like... Shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, today I had a moment where I was kind of <laughs> feeling, like, guilty for no... Like, I felt like, you know, I just felt guilty for some reason. Like, just, just to common. know there's so many... Yeah. So much money in the world. Dude, yeah, I went to CVS <laughs> twice today, and the first time I donated, because they asked you, do you want to donate a dollar of your purchase or whatever to Hurricane Heart? And I said yes, and then the second time I went to pick up a prescription. And I was like, well, I already donated, and uh, am I a bitch? Now you feel guilty like that. Yeah. Right. One dollar, what's one more? That's like the guy, but that's almost like if you want to train somebody's breakdancing, and then another breakdance team I know. Out. You give that guy five bucks, and then you're like, oh, shit. You're giving someone five bucks? Well, if you only have fives on you. I mean, Shit! 
But break, I mean, like break dancing, I think of like, a as, work. A, as a comic. I never feel da- bad for not giving break dancers money because what? Think of all the shit, t- shitty times we performed and made jack shit. And times you did great and got paid nothing. Yeah, nothing. I mean, so that's it's different. not about the money. Yeah, but maybe they maybe they like us and their spirit gets paid. Well, I, think I their like spirit should get paid. Yeah, I like if you got a great personality and you're like an entertainer and you're really like bring joy to my heart. I'll give fucking give you money. I'm gonna front. I tried. There was a. Uh, a young kid and his sister got on the train like last Sunday morning and they had the drum thing, uh, the yeah. drum thing and he's like his sister was singing and he was playing the drums that's and like oh, yeah, using so the pole as like the fucking what do you call that the little drum triangle oh the triangle thing symbol symbol and it was like Usually I was like, I'd be like, man, what the fuck, man, shut up with that shit. But then I saw it was little baby, baby. Yeah, it's cute it. as hell. And I was like, I went to give them a dollar, but they went off. Too kids much. make everything better. That makes me concerned for the kids, though. Like, how young? Oh, they were probably like a good, like, <laughs> nah, they wasn't probably. She was like school age. Nah, probably like around 13. Uh, okay, that's well, acceptable. She looked like the girl looked like she was maybe about eleven. Okay, I just want, I didn't want you to say like seven because I have seen like kids alone at like seven or eight selling stuff, oh, and I'm damn. like that's like upsetting to me. Tell me when we're recording, dude. We've already done okay, cool. Oh shit! Well, Let's not air that part. Beautiful. We can air some of it. I mean, you can just sit under this. That's what he said. Clear this car- little part. I'll move this. Sit in the. And you have this whole section. Sit in the cutlet. You guys met Dan, right? This is my main man, Dan. Mm-hmm. We, we met all. We met Dan. all the Jews on your team. Yeah, we got. Da- this got still Jews. Jews. Missing, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm an honorary Jew. I've heard today, actually, from Mr. Noah Gardenswartz. He said that he was gonna um, pick me as a Jew in the Jew <gasps> draft. Yeah, I have to. Oh, s- that's good. Like that. that's Congratulations, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Cause you're new to the game. Right? I am. So I didn't get drafted. I was in the game well, the whole time. Man. I just didn't know until 23andMe.com. Well, your mom's. Yep. And she was keeping it from you? She was adopted. We didn't know what the fuck she oh, was. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never know that you moms mm-hmm. was adopted. Yeah. And both parents died young, so we were like, I don't fucking know what they are. So the the biological parents died yeah. young? Mm-hmm. And then your adopted mom, <coughs> excuse me. Died when I was a kid, but Oh, no, no, but your biological mom mm-hmm. was Jewish. Yeah, well, my mother's Jewish. She was adopted, but her biological parents were both Jewish. Hmm. Is what the thing said. That's deep. Yeah, that's Jewy that's as deep. hell. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> you guys ready to start this? Hell yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what, what's going to be going on. Are you ready to start this, young uh, Daniel? Son? Young Buck. Uh, no photos, please. I'm not taking as any. As per I'm request. I'm leaving it right here. Make sure it's not only put, leaving put it pointed at you. Yeah, Just like pictures of people podcasting is like pictures of people doing stand up. No one needs to ever take them. Back. Come on, this is big for me. I need. Proof. I know. P- let's pick, take p- pictures of you, Christina. Just I'll be in the picture. Can I, I get a, can I get a lock of your hair at least? Yeah, you can do like me from yeah, behind. Yeah, get a little doll. Sure. Get a little lock of your hair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you want if you want to cut it off, you can. It's kind of short. That's weird though. I mean, that's you, nice of you voodoo? to offer. No, just to like. So I can take it back to the if hood. If you truly, for some reason, I just want to take it back to the hood so they can smell it. And wanted like, a lot why? of my hair, I would give it to you. Because I do, that's such a weird request, and no one's so ever weird. asked me that before. I swear to God, I told my mom the other night. So Josh Gondeman won an Emmy. Yes. And I'm like, hey, that's super why? cool. Why? For uh, John Oliver. Yeah. So Wait, right, went in on you? Yeah. No. So I told my mom, I go, Ma, I know, like, I like, 
She's like, you know any of those people? Like, she's thinking, I know Donald Glover and these guys. I don't fuck with uh, them. She's I like, wish what, I knew Donald you know Glover. any of the older black people that won the Emmy or something? Like, Kevin that's Avery. funny. I'm like, yo, I know uh, I, my boy Josh Gottlum, because I'm the Jewish connection. I'm yeah. like, yo, my boy Josh Gottlum, and she's like, you know him? And I'm like, yeah, I know him. You ain't got any pictures with him? I'm like, <laughs> I don't God, no. I, I, I can wow. show you. You can Photoshop I was like, it. I can show you that we friends on Facebook. Yeah. Are you ever on the same show? You got a flyer of the show? You know, the hood want to know. They want to smell your hand. Like, you shook his hand? You shook Eddie Murphy's hand? You shook Eddie Murphy's hand? Don't wash it. (laughs) Don't wash it. That's actually funny because I... I guess I have a hood mentality too then because the, uh, Hillary Clinton was doing a book signing and I really, really wanted to go. But I would have had to wait literally all night because 10 p.m. the night before people were already waiting Jeez. in line. And so I went to barnesandnoble.com and it said no pictures. And I was like, the fuck? I already ordered the book. I was like, what's it? What's the point if I, I... And then my dad's like, a moment with Hillary Clinton. I was like, I've gone to book all signings right. before. You're not going to have a fucking moment. You didn't get the picture with Hillary? No, because I, I... No, it wasn't allowed. And I know that when it says no photos, they mean they it. They had like secret service? Because I had a very, oh, yeah. a very traumatizing experience with Baby Spice. So I also don't have a picture with her, but I did meet her. You fucks with the Spice Girls? Do I fucks with the Spice Girls? I'm like their number one fan. I ran a, sp- uh, a Spice Girls newsletter for five years. How old were you at this time? Uh, oh, so what grade I mean, were you in? Uh, I mean, high school until I left for college. So I guess I started in eighth grade, though, because it was five years, and I stopped it when I left for college. So this was before the social media. It was an AOL oh, yeah. newsletter, yeah. Ah, I sat down. Damn, you were still ahead of the curve, though. Yeah, I sat down with, at, in the AOL, opened an email, and he like, you know, do you remember how you can make it like color, like yeah. colors yeah. in the body yeah. of the email? I did that, <laughs> and it would take fucking forever, minimum five hours. You could make it really pretty. A week, yeah. If you tried, you know. And, oh, wow, I was really dedicated to did that. Did you ever get any recognition for your efforts in the Spice Girl community? Like, I was recognized ever? at a Melanie C concert. Get the fuck out what? of here. Yeah, so. Are you serious? They gave yeah, you I'm serious. Like, like there was only like a there is a Melanie. If it's just Melanie C, there was only like a I was gonna say Mel C. There, that was the least huge. popular one. They were huge. But I Mel mean, C was the one that was with Eddie Murphy, wasn't it? Sporty. No, no, no. Mel C's the white Melanie. Oh. I loved her. What was the black girl's name? Mel, Mel B. B. She's on America's Got Talent. Also, oh, was and Mel she threw water C and Mel B. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how does Mel B feel about Mel C? They right. they never, to my knowledge, had uh, any problems. There are some no Spice Girls who had problems, but mostly people had problems with Jerry. I was gonna say, wasn't Jerry being a little testy for a second, and then eh, she's like, "Never was, mind, sorry you know, guys." Funny, that was yeah. one of the she's questions. my favorite Spice Girl. One of the questions I wanted to ask you two was about like how important is it? Because you guys are pretty cool, great uh, duo. Yeah, thank I mean, you. As far, <laughs> I was like, "Where as is far, this going?" No, as far as far as your uh, as far as you know, we're a your, great couple. Your podcast, goes. <laughs> and um, the hope of the put- could podcast where we reveal we're a lesbian we couple. Gay as hell. No, no. Decoy we boyfriends. gay as hell. Decoy boyfriends. PD exclusive. No, I'm wondering because I don't, I don't. I've tried, I've tried to work with people, and I work with people. For, what a hero? No, I mean like how you guys work together. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I rough. see. So like yeah. some people you see when they get off the mic, they're not cool. You know no, what I mean? Right. And on the mic, they're great chemistry, but when they leave, they, they don't even talk to each other. So how well, important... I mean, are you, is this famous people? I mean, uh, you hear that a lot of I times. don't know any local comedians like that. I mean, I certainly... There are most famous... Uh, people who have worked together at one point have some kind of huge falling out. <laughs> Unless they're, like, married, and even then sometimes. But I think it's usually... Uh, I think they usually... It's not a falling out. They usually just don't fuck with each other, and then it hits the, the tipping point where it's like, all right, we can't fake the funk anymore. <laughs> fake the funk, yeah. I hate yeah. your guts. Well, you, people grow apart, but with us, I think that we we hang out, but we're, whenever we hang out, it's because we're working, but we make a point to enjoy 
when we're hanging out off the mic and on the mic. Because mm. that way, on the mic chemistry is always better. Yeah, and I also, I mean, basically, like, a comedy relationship is, is not dissimilar to any other relationship. So some relationships have an expiration date. Some last forever, just like a marriage. And um, I don't know. My favorite, one of my favorite examples of a duo is not a comedy duo. Well, I guess they're kind of comedians. Penn and Teller. So mm. Penn and Teller, oh, one yeah. of the longest-running, uh, uh, most famous duos of all time. And, you know, I'm good friends with Harrison Greenbaum, who's a magician. And I was like, how the Get hell? Get the fuck out of here. What? You don't know he's a magician? Oh, no, actually. He's a great magician, man. Yeah. That's crazy. I've known him for eight years. Yeah, eight, oh. He's years. like a really Same. talented comic and magician. Yeah, I mean, he is like a really well-respected magician. And he told me, he was like, the secret to their su- success is like, w- they been working together for like 20 years or something and they don't they don't talk outside <laughs> of working and i and i completely and one of them doesn't talk at all right on uh, in the in the program in the yeah yeah that's crazy yeah i thought that was so fascinating so well yeah because you can't get tired of each other because then when you do you got to take time apart because like i don't like getting tired of my boyfriend and when i do i'm like we need to i need to like go away or something hmm. you know so you're both still with the same dudes that you were with when i when i saw you when i did your podcast uh, yeah, yeah, you were James because that right? wasn't that long ago. Yeah. yeah, that was like two years ago. If it was that long ago, I mean, we've been dating for two years, so I mean, we guess it was the beginning of that relationship. But yeah. And what about you? Uh, how's your, oh how's yeah, your stud muff doing? Good, actually, really good. We've had some rough, rough patches. How do you? I, I'm in a relationship right now, and um, I think it's like one of the best relationships I've ever been in. Yeah, it's like same it's a girl, different one though, right? Different, different yes. Oh, okay, yeah. different girl. But like, oh, that's just exciting. from the standpoint of like wanting to be better or wanting to understand more and not be so stuck in my ways of holding things in and not communicating and letting things get to the point where you're like cheating yeah. or, you're <laughs> or you're just doing some fucking shit dumb explodes shit. yeah, yeah. Well, so i mean I, there's no real reason to ever cheat like you know i mean like I ha- I'm from I'm from the school of thought you're never like you're never forced to cheat, Petey. No one's got you at knife point. Be like, I gotta call you on Petey. that. No, cheat, okay. cheat, like, Petey. Oh, I can't take this relationship anymore. But I guess then, I have to cheat. Be cr- you would just leave the relationship or talk to the person. Well, what, if, what if you're trying to hold on? Because you're faking the funk at this point. But why, why fake on? the funk? Why? That's what I'm understanding Keep the funk now. Alive, and if the funk <laughs> is not there, don't fake it. Be like, bye. But I have faked the funk. We've all faked the funk in the past where we've been with someone that's like. Well, because in our mind we want it to work, and we're painting this fucking fantasy. But yes. like, eventually it just falls apart. If and I was cheating on a diet, maybe if I just have this <laughs> one piece of candy, then I won't want candy anymore. But in reality, then you just want candy nonstop. You're right. Yeah. Wow. And then you get cavities. But some, but that's okay when the funk dies. <laughs> and you get cavities. And you gotta respect yourself and be like, you know what? The funk has time, died. Time to restore the funk. Yeah, Either restore to move on. Or, yeah, restore or find a new funk. The new funk. I, don't, I think just finding the right funk. Yeah, it's true. Funk means your groove, by the way, for the listeners. If you're like, what the fuck are they talking about funk? It's like your groove, your vibe. Yeah, the vibe. I like that you just gave two other person. words that not cool, like people who aren't cool would also would I'm not saying, understand. We got people's, we oh, got people's mothers it. listening Flow. Right now. We got little, <laughs> we got older. You know my demo was moms. Yeah. Nice. My people's mothers love, love me, and I'm sure they love you as well. You're very charming. I'm not a happy. hit with moms. I'm great. You're not good with moms. No, moms don't like me because I'm uh, have a strong personality, so they won't be the strongest woman in their son's life. Mm. Believe me, I've t- thought a long time about this. Dads and brothers love me. Mm. Do you have that problem with like just? Actually, that was one. My of mom likes Karen. <laughs> For real? Well, I'm not fucking you though. So true. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Jesus, Louisa. Oh, James's mom likes me, actually. That's, but that's Where's just James from? Ohio. What part? Uh, Columbus. Have you ever visited his hometown? Multiple times. How do you like it over there? I love Columbus, and I'm not just saying that because okay. I'm dating. I truly love Columbus, Ohio. What about Cleveland? I was there recently. That's a, more of a eh, stink, Yeah, stink that place sucks. <laughs> For real? So you're saying Columbus <laughs> is better than oh, Cleveland? Oh, by a landslide. I don't think anyone we from did a Ohio. Tour. We did both Why? in a row. We did both cities. I just didn't Cleveland like. does not rock. Cleveland <laughs> ain't <sorry>. rocking. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I was in Cleveland. and The I shows got, were good. Yeah. Shows okay. were great. I thought it was good because we were. Oh, yeah. A lot of people <laughs> surrounded by Republicans that didn't want to be. And you could tell that they wanted to release and they really enjoyed themselves like too much. Okay. But it, it was nice to see. I felt like it was like the Truman Show almost because I didn't I wouldn't mm. ha- I didn't hang out much. But it just was like a weird vibe, at least maybe where I was at. You the, felt like you were yeah. on a little downtown. reality TV show. Everybody you felt like, like you were in Cleveland. I felt like everybody was <laughs> acting like a virgin. <laughs> like, they just had this aura of, like, even the people pushing strollers Stick is like they're babysitting or some shit. Like, it wasn't an authentic, like, it was. You, you're honest with me because Christine and I, do, do you remember, Christine, when we were there? You were like, everyone's acting so weird oh, here. Oh, because that's and we the edible. I don't know why. That was the, the edible kicked in <laughs> no, no, later, no, no. but, but before I that. I was edible and I agreed with you. Yes, and the before the edible kicked in, the Uber driver that took us to the airport w- is going to kill Megan Trainer. <gasps> oh my God, yes, it's the Megan Trainer incident. I have the video. That fucking town is insane. Who's Megan Trainer? So Megan Trainer is a, a singer pop that's singer. about to get murdered. This guy, okay, so our this driver was obsessed with Megan Trainer and had like tried to contact her and then was like giving us like reviews I've of all her, her songs. letters. I've been to her shows. <laughs> you know, and she she doesn't have to dress provocative, you know. Yes. M Train, M Train doesn't have to dress <laughs> provocative and that's what i love about m train i'm like you're gonna kill is that her name or did he give her that name? he gave her that name i think like super fans like you know how everyone has uh like i think demi lovato has like lava ticks or something (laughs) whoa i don't know how to pronounce sounds like lyme's disease is that the name of their fans I'm, I believe so. I think that's the hashtag she well, uses. And I, she's, I thought she was a little older, and I found out she's 25 recently. Demi Lovato's like, 25? I need to stop basing girl. all my hair cuts, cuts off a 25-year-old girl. Mm. <laughs> I'm 30, damn near 32. Girl, I thought she was 42. <laughs> you guys, I thought she was like 29. What are yeah. the name of your fans? The fuckers? Fuckers. Yeah. We just, like, I because uh, uh, I forget where I came up Lady with. Gaga. Yeah. Lady Gaga, ha- yeah, monsters. And I was just like, eh, I'm going to call you fuckers. My, my homegirl Gabby, the first time, I just heard that for the first time. My homegirl Gabby. She said she's a fucker? She just said, oh my God, I'm a fucker. Aww. And I was like. I, was like, I, I love when people say that. I had to put two and two together, but her nails were dope. She had like these iridescent nails that Ooh. changed colors. Ooh, cool. That Ooh. were fucking sick. And I appreciate Sounds like our fan. <laughs> yeah, All right, good nails. <laughs> next question I got for the. Guys, we fuck. I just want to say, I didn't say this either, but I'm so proud of you guys. Like, you don't understand. Petey. You inspire we love you, me. Like, you guys inspire me. I don't know if you knew that. That's like, so nice of you. You inspire us. I've known you, you really guys. do. You're one of Steven's favorite comics. For real? Yeah, my boyfriend's fucking nah. obsessed with your comedy. Yes, he is. I will. <laughs> no. You freestyle on stage like like very what? very few people have that comedic ability. Well, it's the, it's the spirit. The whirling dervish. The whirling dervish. Oh, the whirling dervish. So it's so funny you said. I went to it. I went through a, a message between us. Yeah. Well, yeah. we had like a thread. So uh-huh. I went all the way back. I don't. You know when you just go. Let me see how yeah, far this goes back. Yeah. Our first correspondent. And it was like you <laughs> came when I used to have the open mic. At, oh, uh, I loved your at open the, mic. At, at, at the at the that club over there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had said something jokingly, but you didn't know that I was like friends with Harrison Greenbaum. 
Oh. And then I said something, and then you got offended, and then I fucking saw that I, I forgot all about this. I wrote her an email or a message Aww. like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm sorry if I offended you, oh, but Harrison so nice. is like my friend or whatever. You were like, yeah, yeah relax. It's not that serious. So I was like, <laughs> oh, sorry. I, just, I didn't want to rub because you didn't come through. And this was like, I think, as you were beginning your, your uh, podcast. This was like in the beginning. Before oh, yeah. I didn't have like a vendetta against you. It was just scheduling. But no, and I also, I do have like, it's a vi- there are very few things that, um, to use the word that I hate, trigger me. Mm. But like, People talking shit about Harrison is just like a really sore spot for well, me. Well, any of your friends. That's not specifically so, him. Your, your it's a lot friends. of questions about him specifically, and it's and just his like hacky. And it really right. like for and he, and he it really fucking bothers me so much. And he doesn't. He's too nice to defend himself. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to. You just opened up a, another question that I had, but I'm gonna get to that after this one. Uh- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Um, so, yeah, so I've known you guys since the beginning of, yeah. I think. And that's why I think, like, you guys, ins- why I know you guys inspire me because I've seen you, like, just hustle and fucking just hustle and hustle and hustle to the point you are now. And one of the questions I had was, like, how do you, like, how does it feel or, like, how is it to go? Because you guys went the grassroots kind of way like you didn't you didn't yeah uh, no one duck duck goosed you in you just <laughs> seriously like no one that. no one I duck duck goosed you you I just fucking that. worked and i remember the fucking hate there were haters <laughs> a lot of haters probably still are i'm like i'm sure there's still a lot are, of speculators a lot of a lot of a lot of naysayers speculators a lot of a lot of naysayers so like how does a lot it of team feel? players wait that sounds like a song i, mean, I can't even from like the 90s like an r&b song a lot of naysayers <laughs> A lot of hate haters. Uh, no, but how does it feel to circumvent all of that shit to get around that shit and like do it on your own? Like how did how how did how did it like? Do you guys know what you were up against as you were going in? No, we truly just had an idea. Corinne, Corinne, the idea that Corinne had come up with is just best fit for a podcast, and we were like, yeah, okay, let's do it. That's truly what because we've been working together for so long before that, so our right. vibe was already good. And actually, it had been, like, it was good be- that we worked together for so many years before the podcast because then we kind of worked on our chemistry together. And, like, we can do a promo video in two seconds and we'll each say something different and we won't talk over each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck it happens. It's magical, but we've been working towards it. But I had no idea what we were up against. But you guys, because you guys are, you know, not to get it twisted, these are comedians. And then you did a podcast. Thank you. A so, lot of yes, people, PD, no one remembers that. <laughs> no, no, a lot of people, and like I've encountered people that do the opposite, where it's like they do something else and then they try to do comedy, which is cool. Whatever, whatever yeah. your thing is, it's your thing. But we were but doing. Like, so you guys, that's why I brought it up because in comedy, doing comedy, a lot of people don't realize how hard it is and how much rejection you get, how much doors get closed in your face. So to be able to do something that becomes successful without 
the so-called gatekeepers duck, yeah. duck goosing you. How did that feel? Good. It felt really well earned because it was an idea that we were excited about, and it just worked. It was magical. It worked. Do you yeah. remember the? Do you remember the initial haters? Like before you even started the podcast, do you remember the people that like? I, for me, it was like I remember uh, trying out at like the strip a while back, and I'm not even calling them <laughs> haters. But it was like you get those things that don't help you. They almost question your existence. You make you question oh, your existence. Yeah, like, like why did I do this? So, I feel like I took yeah. three steps back. Dude was like, yeah, maybe you should change your name first. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, everyone's had a bad experience at the strip. I think there's yeah. like four straight white men who haven't had. And I like, I am not on board with the war against straight white men, like as intense as it is. But I have to say that, I mean, that club, it just, just <laughs> caters to that. And I remember the fir- I got off stage for my first audition for Late Night there and uh the guy goes to me he was just like i mean you're really funny i think you're gonna be great you're you're probably gonna be very famous but uh you get not for here and you gotta stop talking about guys that you fuck so much like he literally said that. what really and i was like that's that, i mean that's very funny and he's like i don't know he's like yeah you run me of amy schumer and she did fine and i was like oh okay wow but it's also but it's also like that tells me like what do you even know about comedy because like what's what how am i like amy schumer because i've i've because you're cursed a woman. in my act and i'm a woman like actually woman. comedically i'm not Nothing like Amy Schumer. Right. It doesn't even make sense. Right. <laughs> I I walked in there a year into comedy with Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon was like our angel. Jimmy Fallon and Ryan Reese like really took us to the clubs, introduced us to everybody. Do you guys don't know Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher? Like we knew them before, guys. Like when we just got into comedy because they were hosting. Jimmy was hosting a comics, the bringer shows oh, that we shit. did, and. Jimmy brought me in, and the Richie, the, w- the one that talks like yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, elevator-eyed me, because I remember I was wearing a crop top, and he goes, you want to audition? And I was like, I guess, yeah, I'm not going to say no. And then I did, and he's like, I didn't really get what you were talking about with your <laughs> tattoos and your drugs. People were laughing, but it didn't really strike me as funny. Yo, how does it feel now <laughs> that on an off night or an on night, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just it's, I just think it's funnier on the off night that you could probably go there and pack that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I love? And sell them out and you're just like, yeah, I don't even want to go over there. Yeah. Why do I want to get you out My the favorite thing is Corinne and I will go, like, go on tour. We'll sell out a fucking theater, right? Like an 1,100 seat fucking mm-hmm. theater. And it's like mind blowing. And then the, it's such a fun show. And we get to do stand up and we do improv and we fuck with people and we prank people and we oh it's electric and then on a monday you gotta do like you gotta set at the uh, new york comedy club in front of 10 people who don't give a fuck who you are and hate you and it's so good though that's but that's why beauty. i love comedy that's the beauty even for like like not to say like that but like cypher sounds i'm just gonna say oh i love cypher the thing that i love about cypher sounds is like he kind of already had his acclaim prior to doing com- oh, yeah. comedy. Oh, a lot. But yeah. the, Huge claim. <laughs> but the fact that when he started, he started on the bottom. I like that. It's pretty dope. Because a lot of people were like, you get here. Like, I've known a lot of comics that maybe started out of state or wherever they're from with the biggest thing. And once they came to New York, they quit because they didn't want to have to face that uphill battle. Do the work. Yeah. Well, Syph has been on the radio right. as a personality. He's been developing that voice of his that's so famous and known and respected for a long time. And that has directly to do with comedy. I mean, it makes sense that he's amazing at it. All right. Uh, next, next cue. <laughs> what was the, so this is another thing I'm just interested in. What's like, what was the lowest point? <laughs> like, tell me the point in your careers 
when that moment because I don't know if you remember that moment that you you like you were about to fucking jump off the ledge, but then you were like, "Fuck that! I'm not. This ain't gonna go. I, it ain't I, go, I, do, I, I ain't going out like that." And you started fighting back. Tell me the moment. Take mm, me there. Fighting back. I I re- I just remember being on the corner of 34th and Park, and Corinne got out of work at the spa, and I was crying because I had no money in my bank account. She gave me a coupon for a Subway sandwich. Aww. I started to cry, and I was like, thank you so <laughs> much. And I went and got dinner at Subway. Mm-hmm. But I never, um, I don't know, I for, I'm always very, very, very positive. So I always was like, it'll be a fu- it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. We'll make it. I always knew that. Like, I always had that attitude. What about you? Yeah, I mean, for me, actually, I think it's like a surprising answer because, like, the moments that, like, you know, in a film or whatever would be maybe the, like, appear to be the lowest moments, like when my uh, apartment was literally infested <gasps> with mice. Oh, I mean, like, get 15 any sleep. mice were, like, they were crawling over my pillow. They were what? over everything. While like you that were was, sleeping on it? I feel like that was uh, my rock bottom, too. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I couldn't sleep. I mean, I was, like, shaking. I was, like, missing. I, like, remember... I remember like this one moment where my mom, like I had made plans with my mom and I hadn't slept and I so much that I fucked up the plans. And so she was like at a restaurant downtown and she called me and I like answered in Harlem and I was like, I thought that was like tomorrow. And I just like was sort of like crying and she was just like, it's, she's like, you know, cause it was such an overreaction. And also I'm not like a huge crier. So uh, when I cry, people know like something is re- really, really wrong. I'm a huge crier. Um, yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I don't know why. I, it's just not my right like go to. I think I'm. She's calm in situations. Sad. There was one day she had slept in, and we had to go to a flight, and I was knocking on her door, and she was like hungover, and I was she still was drunk. so calm. Still she was drunk, <laughs> naked in a room, and we we're packing her suitcase, and she's like, "Well." Can't find my phone, so guess I'm not breaking my phone. And she was so calm. I'm like, I would be crying so I feel hard like right Corinne, now. I feel like Corinne is a type of person that, like, you're so strong, like, you'd be about to cry, and you get goosebumps, and you'd be like, that'll, <laughs> that'll do. You'd be like, that'll do. Yes, I think that. I think <laughs> that. See, like, I, it's, it's not like a... It's, That's it, hilarious. I don't, really try to, I don't really try to, like, hold in the tears, but... And also, it takes, like, a kind of, like, a long time for something to hit me. So, like, if something sad happens... I'm the kind of person who would get news of a death in my family, and I wouldn't cry till like, 12 hours later. Mm. It just takes a little time to settle in. Um, but, I mean, like, uh, so back to your question, I mean, but that, like, what, like, like that's what it would appear to be the hardest time. But I don't know. I think the hardest time, honestly, is, like, now because it's this weird thing between being, like, we're not actually famous. We're, like, internet famous. And I, so that's, that's famous. But yeah, yeah, so it's like t- I call it Tila Tequila famous. <laughs> nah, so bigger, I, bigger. There's no sex tape. <laughs> this is all integrity over here. You can be proud of everything you fucking done. But it's done totally fine if you make Whatever. a sex tape. Oh yeah, yeah sex like, tapes is cool. The lo- it, but the level, I'll yeah, it's em. not like it's not the same. What? But and, and I mean, more importantly, we're not neo Nazis. Um, oh, but thank God. <laughs> she. We Jews. She like. Me too. Yeah, it's yeah, um. I don't know. It's just this weird part where, like, you don't really have a ton to offer other people as far as, like, money or opportunities, but everyone thinks you do. Mm-hmm. So everyone treats you differently. And, like, for me, the fa- my favorite part of comedy, like, uh, was was kind of that hustle, that kind of, like, proving to ourselves that, like, I o- like just like Christine said, like, I always knew I had it in me. I always knew guys we, uh, were sorry about last night, rather, and mm-hmm. guys we fucked really was, was going to be an, a success. And, like, I think you kind of have that to have that blind faith in yourself mm-hmm. uh, until someone else does. For me, like, that first person to have blind faith in me was my current manager mm-hmm. who, like, just emailed me right when the podcast started. And, like, I will forever be grateful to him for that. And it was such a moment because it was like, wow, finally, right. after fucking 
you know, 10 years in New York, someone else finally sees in me what I always saw in myself. Right. And I knew I wasn't crazy. And I, and I never doubted that I would be successful. But so it's now this weird thing where it's like, people are treating you differently, but like, I don't feel different. And it really, it really like makes me sad because comedy is so difficult. And uh, I feel like we've all been through the trenches together, as I know, like comedians often refer to it as like comedy is like the trenches. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of like wish, like, you know, people who hated me, I wish they like still hated me instead of like kiss my ass. I'm like, I don't have Mm. anything to give you. Mm. I'm still traveling an hour and a half to do spots for three people in Brooklyn. Like I'm still in the hustle mode in my mind, even though it like appears that like everything's set. Like this could go away tomorrow. Um, You know, it's, it's, everything is very fleeting. You have to keep putting the work yet mm-hmm. but if you get comfortable uh-huh. that's when you start getting not get you stop getting good well that's the fun i think for me personally the fun part is not knowing if i'm gonna fail or not yeah and i, I just i don't that's what it's and weird but that's like, what keeps me going it's like yeah the exciting. excitement of not knowing if it's gonna be good or shitty yeah, yeah it sounds fucked up but like the parts where you're like poor and you're hustling and the only it's thing a beautiful that you time to, that, that's motivating you is like the the faith that you have in yourself like I think we kind of like don't appreciate those parts until it's too late. That's as beautiful of a time as childhood, I think, right. because when you when that's the blind faith of like, you know what, this fucking sucks, and it sucks so bad that it's funny, and I'm just gonna keep going. Like that's the best, and then y- you have to watch it because then when you get some level of success, and you're like, oh my god, I have fans, or I can draw, or I can pack out a show. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Now set your expectations a level higher. Well, okay, what's the next thing I want to do? And so you're never comfortable, and you always are. You feel like you're struggling, but uh, towards a goal, working towards something. You ever do? I always thought I would do this, like eventually, because I think I'm better. Like I'm better. It's so funny, like what you just said. I'm better when I'm fucked up. Yeah. Like the worst days, I come up with the best ideas. Mentally fucked up, you mean, right? Like, not, yeah, not Not like, not like like drunk. Emotionally fucked up. Right, yeah. When I'm emotionally in the dumps, when I'm like, pain is real. When I feel like, and then I remember, like, but I got this. And then I come up with something, and that keeps me going to the next thing or whatever it is. The comparison of how, of what level comedian I was before I went through what I refer to as the breakup heard around the world uh, and to where I got after, I mean, it's like night and day. It's like, it's it's like everything finally clicked. Because it's, you know, I had this very rare experience of having a really nice childhood, which I had no idea everyone else was not. I can, can you give me some insight of how good it was? Did you have a gazebo? No, I was. We weren't wealthy. She had we a very little middle class. I had a like a Fisher Price uh, plastic log cabin and a tire swing. Ooh, that's, that's pretty big. good. And a sandbox shaped like a turtle. Get the <gasps> but that's like I wish I wanted your own plastic. sandbox. Like you owned it. Yeah, from my brother and I. Damn. That's man. like, Fisher Price makes a lot of plastic things. I mean, we were the epitome of middle class New Jersey suburbia. Like, so your castle game must be impeccable. My ca- Oh, like to make castles? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I have, I have my whole tips. My digging hole game is amazing. Oh, but that's because of the, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, wait, so what was... Uh, no, you were saying you came up good. pretty okay. Yeah, and I mean, just like, it, just like very... I mean, not magical, but just like very regular. We had dogs. I have a brother. My two parents are still married. You know, we we weren't going, you know, uh, traveling abroad, but we had enough money to do like li- go to the Poconos every now and again, or to go to. That's fancy. I don't know if you know how. No, big no, no, no. Well, no, no, no. When not you say, fancy but you gotta Poconos. understand when you. <laughs> Well, I'm from the hood, so uh, when they say Pope, when when yeah. someone said they go to the Pope, you a hotel. You could be I going never to, stayed in a hotel so until I was out of college. You could go to Motel Eight, and if you say uh, yeah, I'm going to the Poconos, because it sounds yeah, like, no, not like it's like a little cabin that don't we like you rented. Know. It was not fancy. <laughs> 
Um, or like Disney World, like what you know, I, once or twice. And timeshare of Disney World or just regular Disney? What's timeshare? What the that's fuck like, is that? I want to like go there when now. You're poor as shit, and your family uh. go for the timeshare, so they get cheap tickets, so they go to like a seminar. They got oh. about <laughs> buying property, right. and then you get half off tickets yeah. to Disney World. Regular, but I then you say. like bought property, so it's like <laughs> fuck. I'm deeper in the I hole than to, I was. I went to regular okay, Disney okay. World. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Don't <laughs> never, yo, don't never be sorry for feeling good and being, you know, raised how you was raised. Uh, it's hard. I I agree with you from my heart, but sometimes it's hard, um, you know, in these times to not okay. constantly made to feel guilty. Um, real quick. My mom tried to kill herself why? and lived in a car. Did you, you say why? You why? said Petey said why? Because I was such a shit daughter. Nah, depression. Yeah, depression. It wasn't because of you. No, it wasn't at all. It wasn't. I had an uncle just kill himself recently. I'm sorry. Um, it's cool. Still smiling. Right, next question, though. Yeah. I was a weird you, fucking segue. didn't want to get into the serious this stuff. She just got mad real. Suicide and is like, rampant in the comedy community. I no, no, he wasn't a comedian. No, no, no. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know he wasn't Petey. I know he wasn't, but I'm saying, like, you know, so comedians should be comfortable talking it's about right. suicide right. because, I mean. I'm very, yeah. Just statistically, one of our but friends is going to kill himself. You know himself. what it was? So you know true. Maybe we're sitting with her. No, You just know kidding. what it was? No. It I was won't like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was like a, it was one of those medication things. Oh, dude, my and mom. And all yeah, of a sudden it starts fucking fucking with you when you try not to do it. And then you just get this crazy uh, depression. Yeah. And then. That's why my mom did well, it. Well, tried. It's fucking nuts, nuts. And no Medication no. sucks ass. Um, These glasses are fucking help, dope as shit. Thank I you. I was like, you know, so I'm going to Soho. I'm going to wear these sure. alien glasses that I got. Yo, Christina got like the flyest fucking glasses. <laughs> This has been a great day. Like, I, Gabby's nails were fucking amazing. Never seen anything <laughs> like it. I like the little things. Like, I'll be walking uh, with yeah. my girl the other day, and there's this girl. She had, a, like, a crazy nice body, but, like, her shoes were, like, a strawberry red, like, belt, like a suede okay. with, like, a with, like a peanut butter color, like, sole. And I was, like, something about that colorway, like, the red suede. Yeah, with the lighter the little, brown. It was, like, I said it looked like strawberry jam and peanut butter. I, I love how committed you are to fashion. I had no idea. I mean, you I know, love the way you describe it. things. It was because I'm hungry know, now. Visually, I want right. uncrustables now. Ooh, right? Uncrustables. Oh, a peanut butter jelly sandwich so would be good. a great night. Snacks, right now. snacks. Yes. My homegirl Snackwells for her birthday. She got some uncrustables. Oh, I fucking love it. I've never even seen uncrustables. Oh, before. you know it's a new word I just found out, Please and you probably us. know about it because you know you put me on to the. <laughs> She, gets, she teaches me all the new <laughs> words and dervish. the correct spellings. You probably know about it. No, <laughs> Please the tell me about You might know about this word. You probably heard about this. Oh my God, I love this. What is it? I definitely don't know. This about is a it. segment that, just so you know, that needs to reoccur in every podcast. Yo, you probably know about this word. <laughs> word you might know right. about. It's called uh, canoodling. Yes, yes, I do know what that word is. You ever canoodled? Yes. Yeah. You ever use that word? Like I like be canoodling. Sure. Canoodle's a good word. We use the word kerfuffle a lot. I fucks with kerfuffle. I love that word. That's when you got a lot of haters. You use that word. Yeah. They try to kerfuffle my and you shit. You want to be cute about it and like, yeah. oh, go a little kerfuffle. Yeah. I feel like canoodling's <laughs> often used on like e news reports. Like well, the weekend was caught canoodling. Yo, that's <laughs> crazy because the way I heard the mm, so sex tape. My boy put me on the page six. He said, yo, he said something to me, and they straight out of page six. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is page six? He said, you know, people be canoodling on the benches on page six. That's exactly like, what <laughs> happens on page six. I was six. like, what? Exactly. They canoodle in the badoodlings? <laughs> you can't be canoodle in the badoodle on the, on the benches. You get caught out like if you canoodle in the badoodling. Um, all right. Real, all right. <laughs> next, next cue. 
Next Q. Short for question for all the moms that don't know what a Q means. Is um, that a new one that you just came up with? On the spot. Yes. Call me Johnny on the spot. Um, oh, oh, by the way, we have chocolates and, and grapes. That's uh, chocolate? Yes. Shout out to Acast. Some of the best people in the world. They have us eating grapes. Do these have seeds or are they seedless? Seedless, I already tried. All right, cool. Because yeah. we don't fuck with seeds over here. Who with, with all does due respect. that? Who uh, does fuck well, with seeds and grapes? I feel like God, Who wants that? God did that. If you subscribe to yeah. God or whoever there is, maybe <laughs> whatever you subscribe to, whoever's in charge of that creating grapes, they were like, no, everybody isn't on the same level. Thank you. Some people need seeds in their life to know they need to work harder. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because seedless is all about luxury. I wish they made cherries, those good fucking fresh cherries. If they made them without the pits. Which ones, the dark ones or the Marcianos? The dark ones. Oh, Marciano so cherries aren't, aren't they like, aren't they grapes that are really? I don't know. I heard they're bad really? yeah. yeah, they're like fake as shit. Well, I, well, I heard they were, I don't, this might be fake news, but I heard they were <sighs> the grapes that they were just like soaked in syrup. And they're not actually cherries. Someone told me they stay in your system for like five years. I fucking love <laughs> maraschino cherries. At my grandparents' 50th so wedding, wedding, wedding anniversary, I ate so many maraschino cherries that I threw up all over the dance floor. Oh, my God. Ooh. Steven has a similar story to maraschino cherries growing up. up. He threw up on the dance floor? Not on the dance floor, but he ate one them at a buffet, like a Cracker Barrel or something. I or love maraschino cherries. Golden Corral I or some shit. I love buffets, man. What's your favorite buffet you've been Golden to? Golden Corral. Oh, my God. You ever um, been to Shoney's? Yo, Shoney's buffet. Shoney's got a buffet. Yeah, they got a buffet. I didn't know they had a buffet. Breakfast this? buffet. I fucking love breakfast okay, buffets. Okay. Okay. See, I mm-hmm. never, I, I never went to a, a buffet. Like Vegas. A, like a, no, I never went to a buffet Vegas that was like buffets. a, a chain restaurant buffet. I didn't even know those existed. I had <sighs> only been to like buffets at like nice, like nice or like Vegas restaurants or Atlantic <sighs> City. There's a place in um. Uh, like Hell's Kitchen called Pigali by Broadway Comedy Club that has the most amazing breakfast buffet that I've ever been to in my entire life. You ever been to a sushi buffet? Yep. Been Uh, to a sushi buffet, Pizza Hut buffet. You ever been to Pizza Hut's buffet? A CC's buffet? That's one. Golden Corral and Ryan's? Pizza, pizza, pizza? Pizza Hut had a buffet. Pizza Hut has a buffet. That's some They still have one with the the dessert pizza. Those ones freak me out because I got to say like a, a, a low Buffet. Oh, people, it's bad. People put their hands in, and I can't mm. handle that. What about Chinese? Is five bucks. I don't like I don't like Chinese food that much. So I don't do that. I love Jewish? Chinese buffet. I am Jewish. Oh my god! I don't like Chinese. I just say Chinese food today. Chinese food doesn't really do it for me. Dude, the only reason there's so many Chinese restaurants is because they Jew. know they're Jews and black. Well, we because a lot moving. of times yeah, you can shit. you can eat it. It can be co- it can be made to be kosher. It's very easy to make Chinese food. You kosher. know, Jews and blacks have a lot in common. We right? do. Yeah. So we should get along more. We do. We don't get yeah. along. Who don't get it? We gotta oh, stop this along. today. Look at this. I mean, Look we at this. get along. We are the we world. We just shook hands. My man Dan is Jew. I don't really like to move. Really, I don't like to move without some Jews in my corner. Those is my people. That's right. yeah. I mean, I think. It, Culture. When you, when you I always higher, thought that. Yeah, I, I think it's Jewish good. People, man. We, they, I mean, also there's a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. so I think it's good to be like, hey, let's work together. You know what I think I, I admire a lot of the most about Jewish people is the tightness in the community, like in in the in the. It's a culture. little culty. Yeah, I like it. Like though. I like that about Italian I people like it. are so tight knit family. Man, Italian people. Do you ever have dinner over our Italian family's house? Yeah. You're like, damn, this feels. So warm and fuzzy, and I want to be Italian. That sounds it's less great. cool when you are Italian. Yeah, <laughs> as an I Italian. I am my friend Daria. Her fucking nana and a nona and a, yeah. all the spaghetti and she cooks. And oh, I thought you was talking about nana them. 
No, 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 no. My you friend, said, you no. said Nona. I said, oh, that's oh no. <laughs> I said that's Nana and them. She had a Nona and a Nana. Okay. They were her grandmas. Nona was her grandmother, and Nana was her great grandma. No, Nona, and they were both grandmas, but they called her. They she called them different things, I guess. Oh, that's that's. <laughs> but their family was tight, and I always admired that. That's cool. Next cue. You ready for the next cue? <laughs> yes. Hope you enjoyed the first part of the conversation we just had with the guys we fucked. Make sure you tune in next Monday to hear part two with Christina and Corinne answer more fan mail. Also, make sure to follow us over at IG. That's at Hope of the Hood. Uh, please send in some questions and we'll answer them live on the pod. Email is hopeofthehoodpod at gmail.com. That's hopeofthehoodpod at gmail.com. See you guys later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.